0: welcome this is chris and uh really quick we do have a mail call before i jump into you know the rest of the group here mail call one of the questions was asked is could we try sake and um that's good to now, before I jump in on, <laughs> I do have a, a fun fact, uh, and you, you can fact check me this. Wait, wait, this is one important. in ten. So
1: are we, is that
0: a yes to trying sake, or,
1: you know, that's a maybe? Put that I, on the I, shelf I for later. Okay. I think we should. Okay.
0: Warm or should. cold? Um, oh, I prefer Why warm. Both? Uh, <laughs> or both. But uh, one, in, uh, uh, fun fact. In, in 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 fact, I don't know if it's a valid fact, but uh, fact. fun fact is Chris needs better internet. It's scam. Ah, come on. Okay, one <laughs> in ten adults <laughs> fall victim to a scam or fraud every year. God damn it! <laughs> uh, that
1: was one in ten fall victim to a, a fraud or a scam. Or was it? How many in ten? Yes, Chris. One in ten. All
0: right. One in ten.
1: Well, this is James, and this is our <laughs> weekly Whiskey and Widgets podcast, where your whiskey is doubly lazy and double the rye,
2: and your widgets protect your online life. Hi, and this is Brad. This week's episode is sponsored by the word oligarchy. It's a word we've been hearing quite often over the past couple of weeks. Uh, oligarchy is a noun. It's a, The definition is the government by the few. A government in which small groups exercises control, especially for corrupt and selfish purposes. Three, an organization under oligarchic control. Hey, James, I heard you run an oligarchy at work. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, I, I, I appreciate the mail <laughs> call. I, I appreciate the mail call. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, how do people reach us?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, there's so much there that I wanted to get at. Uh, Yes, I appreciate the reminder. So Instagram, guys, right now we have two forms of communication. Uh, One is Instagram, uh, whiskey underscore and A-N-D underscore widgets. Uh, You can interact with us. We do post our photos of what we drink today, uh, things that uh, sometimes widgets that we talk about. And uh, or the other form of communication is email. Uh, so whiskey at gmail.com. So if you want to send us an email, just like today, you know, someone had asked us, could we try sake? It's something that we've never tried on this episode before. We talk about whiskey, wine, bourbon, beer, IPA, whatever. Uh, but we never tried sake, which is a very good suggestion. So we'll certainly try that. I've had sake before and I love it.
2: I've had it before. And uh, I'll tell you, man, what a week.
0: I'm actually anxiously awaiting James
2: to come back. He he walked away. He's doing his weekly ritual Always. of standing so there, I, then walking and coming back like I, I'm, I'm, I'm so
1: sorry. I this week decided I was going to be really lazy. I was just going to be like sour mix and whiskey in a glass. I pour it in the glass and I'm like, this is shit. Pardon my language, everyone. So I just walked away because I got I to gotta do it properly. I've been remixing my whole cocktail. This was, that was the worst cocktail. James, I,
2: I do have to send you a little card so you can just make one trip and you can wheel all the stuff <laughs> in because I get tired watching you and I can do, you know, quite a bit of cardio. Uh, I'll <laughs> tell you, though, what a week and how thankful I am that we ventured into Daylight Savings. We're coming out of the spring. Oh,
0: you except know, for the more, except for the Arizona people. They don't believe in that stuff.
2: Well, we should let them just secede from the union and make them their own state. I mean, their own country. I mean, actually, I would, I would love for us to not have to have a time change at all because it's just inconvenient. at This point, I'm really not even certain of the right. purpose.
1: I don't think there is a purpose for it. Uh, but let me go ahead and share
2: so you can you can
1: enjoy this full list. A completely unnecessary thing and strictly speaking, not the best way to get your ice cubes, but it's really fun. When I moved into this house in this is a very, very old house, they had an aluminum James,
0: you, ice tray. You gotta take a photo of this and post it. That later. is a cool uh, little widget cool. that you have there. James just
2: held up That's an cool. aluminum ice tray that you pull the little lever and to it breaks the it. ice. Yeah, it breaks the ice out and it releases it. You know, the rest of us you know, we have a refrigerator. <laughs> with a broken ice cube uh, machine, so we have to put in the little plastic ice uh, uh, trays. You know, I'd like to know how many people out there have a uh, refrigerator with a broken ice maker.
1: You inspired me. I wasn't going to do this, but now I'm going to do this too. See, now
2: you, you oh, prolong you prolonged
0: this experience, Chris. Now he could you walk back and get his phone. <laughs> hey, this is really cool, though, because, I've you know, a lot of people probably don't know about hey, this stuff. We're people this is, like people like us, Brad, we, we're, we're normal. <laughs> when I'm...
1: When I'm making cocktails on the weekend, uh, all the stuff I have is right there, but I don't, I don't actually record in the same room. So I got to let, do you have a laptop? I, I want a thing. Do you have a laptop? I do you have a laptop. Well,
2: listen, say, we can, we can help you solve these problems. I like the little, <laughs> I like the little,
0: help an IT person.
2: <laughs> and then James <laughs> just took off and he came back. Like he was gone for like five minutes after he showed us the little ice tray. And he has a little ice scoop. Uh, yeah,
1: so now he's going you, to break his ice with let me the show ice. Show you what I'm going to do here. Well, first that. That I like
2: did. you crack I didn't hear this. the crack. I didn't hear the crack. You need a better microphone.
1: Uh, well, my microphone just has really good noise canceling. Is what it is. Um, that's why you don't hear the cats meowing all the time. I made a mess with my ice cubes.
2: So, James just cracked his ice, and I think a little ice chips fell on the floor. So, now instead of making his drink and continuing, he has to pick up the little ice chips so they don't make water marks on the floor.
1: Yeah. This is. He comes back I'm, with his rag. This is. I'm a reasonable, this is... mature adult that cleans up my own messes. That's what it is.
2: Okay. Right. What I'm going to so, start doing is, and we'll have a count, is how many times James walks out of frame to go get something to make a drink? That's fair. <laughs> Uh, Uh, All right. I look forward to this, though. I really do. I I enjoy watching him make this, and I enjoy the creation and what comes out. Me, I just pour stuff in a glass and swill it down. James?
0: Okay, what are you you drinking, Brad? What are you drinking? Let's see what I'm doing while I'm doing it.
2: My vodka soda. Okay, so he has a shot glass, a two-shot. Well, shot, two-shot glass. You know, that thing that you can flip upside down. (laughs) This is
1: is called a jigger. So, when you're measuring your alcohol, there are... Two different primary forms of jiggers that you can get.
0: Okay. Uh, that's a put Japanese this in Instagram jigger. shorts or reels. This uh, is amazing.
1: Fair <laughs> enough. That's a Japanese jigger. Uh, and it's actually kind of unwieldy. It's not my favorite. It's made for, like, showmanship, which I'm not good at. Um, in How the many grill- shots are in that Japanese? half
2: jigger? Because the jigger, uh, you have a big side and a little side, right? Yeah.
1: So this is a two-ounce side on the top. It has a one-and-a-half-ounce fill line that's right about here, and then all the way up to the top brings it to two ounces. Yeah. Uh, so, and then there's a one-ounce on the bottom. Why uh, is
0: it called a Japanese jigger?
1: It's just the style. It's a Japanese-style jigger.
0: So I just saw uh, you put four
2: ounces of whiskey in that drink. So that <laughs> um, have one drink? This is one drink. Oh, jeez. Uh, Do you uh, James, not know how much I drink
1: again? when we're doing this? Like... You might not recognize how much drink are in most of these drinks that I'm making.
2: I, I can't pay uh, attention with all you with all the walking back and forth you're doing. Well, you
1: know, you burn it, to it make off up and for the it's week. so good. Uh, So what I'm doing right now is a dry shake because I put uh, egg white in it before I came in the room.
2: Oh, that was good last week. You had the picture with the egg white. I liked it. I appreciated that. That was great.
1: Yeah. So now you add the ice into your here.
2: Man, it's mouth. it's it's been a week. Uh, speaking of this, okay, so now he's taking the ice. I thought you brought a little scoop to get the ice out. Now you're using your fingers. That's,
1: you'll see what that's for.
2: Oh, okay. I gave something away. I hope you guys it's remember the challenge scooping. when we get together, right? We do have a challenge for when we get together, yes.
0: right? I was going to pick out a wine, and James, you're going to pick out some cheese. For sure. And I am going to
2: ask, request. Beg James and his oligarchy to choose a whiskey for me to drink while we're out. Whoa! Now he's pouring his ice into a cloth bag. And he has a wooden mallet. Uh... <laughs> and he's back. Wait, wait, wait. Shh, Chris. You can hear him banging. He's beating the bag of ice. This is classic. James, I have to come visit you. Just know, for man. this
0: experience. I love it. We need to make a trip. I meant to take a trip this year, actually, to see James. And it was just never uh, uh, lined up. Uh, I will take a trip that'd during be nice, the warmer
2: man. weather. I'm not going to visit him in the cool yeah. weather.
0: Okay, no, now he's... I've been there.
1: Now that you got all that ice that's broken up, you got to be able to scoop it out. So you oh, got okay. Scoop.
2: Uh, wow. So he... Broke the ice up with a hammer and a
0: bag. Now he's scooping it out with this metal scoop. James, are you sure you're not a bartender? Like after like 8 p.m. Central time.
1: Oh, dude, I would enjoy bartending as a hobby. And what I just said is probably offensive to people who like do it as their like career. I just enjoy the experience of well it's anything i
2: th- anything i think once it becomes a job well besides you know what i do i really enjoy what i have look at that that looks amazing look at that
0: so uh, we'll share that on instagram what so, so what is
2: the name of that again so that's a nice Perfect. drink that has some whiskey in it with some egg white so it's a white clear uh, yeah, so this is technically just a whiskey sour
1: that i was ridiculous about because i was trying to be lazy and it was so terrible that I had to swing the opposite direction and go into the level of rid- the, the land of ridiculous. Chris
2: um, was telling me about that the other just... night. <laughs> you know,
1: sometimes sometimes you try to do something that's like simple and basic and you realize the whole time it was the ritual of something more ridiculous that you needed. Then you top it with hearing the bitters.
2: So uh you know, I have a couple you know, it's been a week for me, right? Last yeah. week Quick follow-up. Last week, we had the good old incident of, you know, internet speed. Do a little quick (laughs) recap. We can talk a little bit more about it some other time. It's not in the mood for right now. But I did end up calling the cable company, as James suggested. They measured everything. Came in, and they said, well, the speed coming into the house is 1.3 gig. Uh, Then coming out of the router was, like, whatever. The long story short. I ended up getting a new router. Uh, so out of the router, I'm getting 1.3 gig wired and I just uh, worked through, depending upon the device, I, I, well modem, excuse me, I got a new modem. Uh, so the problem in fact was a combination of the modem and router. So I also upgraded to Wi-Fi six. So now on some devices, wireless, I'm getting 800, others I'm getting between four and 600. Um, and it also, it depends on the wireless uh, device and location, uh, and then wide, I'm getting 1.3 gig. So all in all, it was not the cable company's issue. I did not have any problems it uh, coming in. But I do have something, now that I had a couple of drinks to share, that's extremely embarrassing. <laughs> so before you move on to embarrassing
1: things, what we heard here is...
2: James is right.
1: We needed to test before we called them, (laughs) plugging directly into the modem and seeing whether or not you could get the speed?
2: Uh, Yes. Well, what also happened is one of the speed tests that I thought was being done wired to the device actually was being done wirelessly. So our shortcoming there is all of the tests that we did during our call and what I was basing my uh, claim on uh, was done wirelessly i did upgrade the modem the reason why i upgraded the modem was because the modem that i had was only rated for 800 gig and as we discussed i was over one gig for service mm-hmm. so if i'm paying for it might as well get a device that can support it so i ended up getting a device that can support up to i think like 4 gig or 2.9 gig or something up that you know more than what i'd ever probably purchase then
1: allow me to say your IT guy last week did a bad job. He should have started with making sure that you tested your hardware there. But that's what you get when your IT guy is drunk. Um,
2: well, you know, all so, in all, I ended up getting, you know, I probably, my I have to pick my my return on my investment or my break even. It's not necessarily a return. We're probably talking about four years, uh, you know, or so, maybe a little bit more. Uh, I think it was like 28 months and then maybe six. 20 months. So yeah, so we're talking about four years. So back to this, I'll tell you, I've never been so embarrassed or frustrated in my life because I have always been one of the most cautious people when it comes to uh, what I call getting scammed. I don't give information to anybody for anything. I double check and triple check everything. And today I, for the first time in my life, became a victim of a scam. Not only did it become a victim of a scam, but I shared this information with other people and they blindly trusted me. Yes. And they also fell victim to this scam. I was a little, you know, shaken up this morning. Some people say shooken up. I say shaken maybe up in this world. Um,
1: As long as you're not stirred.
0: So yeah. what
2: ended up happening Didn't was like there was <laughs> no. No. Right. I, 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 saw an, I saw an advertisement. Well, see, now I'm just I'm all, you know, <laughs> flustered, flustered. About it. So I ended up seeing an advertisement on a website for a purchasing year end. This is this is how this works. Year end or season end merchandise from a hiking supplier right? That I purchased stuff from before. Right? So you think about the season, we're coming out of the winter. Uh, we're going into the spring, selling hiking equipment, primarily clothing and gear. They were having a s- end of season sale, right? So they were selling mm-hmm. winter equipment well below what you pay for which generally some retailers will have because they want next year's clothing. Again, clothing is in particular because it's, you know, each year they come out with new uh, trends and styles. So, I went to this website, the prices were you know, my first ink clue should have been the website looked a little odd. But you know, the URL was a little odd, but then again, now with all these domains coming up, you know, you different, you know, you dot coms, you dot nets, you dot, you know, state, dot country, dot sex, dot this. You're like, ah, probably could be something that's real. The site looked pretty <laughs> good. So I went in to go to do my purchase. You know, I decided to do PayPal. I clicked on the credit card to pay with the credit card, but then it kind of forced you to go to PayPal. So I did a PayPal purchase, right? So I ended up doing my PayPal purchase and, um, the PayPal went through and then usually, like I said, I check this stuff out beforehand. So this was a mistake because I was focused and concentrating on something else and I was kind of excited about it. So then my PayPal information comes through and it says, you sent a payment of X dollars to Nicole Kishi at. Email address at <laughs> rambler.ru. And I'm like, hey, this isn't Dude. that, Taylor. So I got scammed. Now, I, and what triggered me to that is that I saw that come in is I talked to the person, too, and they said, wow, why is this gear so cheap? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, is it a fake site? I said, oh, I'm going to check it out. I just looked quickly. I'm like, ah, no, it's not a scam. So they purchased it. And then they said, whoa. I got scammed because it went to another name at another address and they went on to the same exact website. So now I sent this PayPal money to another person. Now I did make an inquiry with PayPal to contest it and wrote a little note explaining the situation. But I also in the meantime had spoken to other individuals. Now I'm here shameful. I'm thinking my life is going to collapse. I never give my name and my phone number to anybody. You know, I have all these secret phone numbers that I give out to people besides the real phone number. No, I'm just kidding. And I'm like all paranoid. So (laughs) I do an inquiry to PayPal. They're going to check into it, but then I'm reading the terms for disputing. And they said, we can contest or cancel a transaction that's, they won't do it to a transaction that looks to be to a friend, right? So like I sent you know, James money. And then I contested it saying, you know, I sent James money and I don't want to him to have the money. I want to take it back. They won't do those types of transactions. Mm -hmm. So I ended up looking more into the purchase and it said, I ordered a gift card from my friend. So now I did an inquiry to PayPal. Now in the meantime, I am all stressed out. The person that I did send to the site just to let you know, because I did feel badly about it, I told them they. It said, sounds oh, like a very intense moment, right? Like, I, I was traumatized. Like if you would have spoken to me this morning, you know, you ignored all my uh, uh, inquiries, justly so probably, because here I was traumatized and I was looking for your help. But now, after realizing the amount of help I had last week with having to purchase all new equipment because we didn't test the connection. No, I'm just kidding. No, I appreciate it. I didn't, inqu- <laughs> I didn't reach out to you at all. I'm just teasing you. Uh, just a little tease. But I did tell the person that if they can't get reimbursed, I'll send them the money because I directly told them to buy it and they said, are you sure it's okay? And I said, yes. So I feel obligated to uh, reimburse them if they can't get refunded uh, just because I- So they so-
1: questioned it thinking it looks shady and you were like, nah, don't. It's good. <laughs> Go for
2: it. Correct, and they know how it. I am. That's exactly what I said. They said, this just looks like a scam. Are you sure it's not? And I said, no. So wow. we'll see what happens with PayPal and me getting my money back with this thing. But in the meantime, I went to check on the site and I'm sending PayPal updates all the time. The, I went on and did a search to see if it's a scam and all this other stuff. And the site moved. So now... I'm looking at all this stuff, and just like any just like anything else, I'm like, you know, ha, it's so you hear the stories all the time about people being scammed with purchases and stuff like that, right? So I'm going through this, and I was focused, and we can talk a little bit after why I was focused. And I really didn't pay attention. but there were so many signs that this was a bogus site, right? All the way up to it was an SSL site. This is what I did after I did the purchase. It was an SSL site, but then I went in to look at the certificate. The certificate was not issued to the store. The certificate was issued to uh, Hachimo or some like crazy thing, right? The about page had like no information on the company, right? They didn't have an address. They didn't have support, right? Listed support was like some crazy thing. Uh, the contact information was incomplete. They did have a return policy, but it said the return policy was it may take 25 days to get your merchandise. Oh shit. After 25 days because it could get stuck in customs, after 25 days you could reach out to us at this I don't it wasn't even like a contact thing. Um they didn't have any social media presence. Right? They didn't have any Facebook. You know, I'm not saying that this is the stuff you need, but I'm just saying if you think of like if it's a legitimate company, they're usually going to have an address. Oh, yeah. They're going to have a phone number. They're going to have a, flooded with email addresses that related to the company. Uh, they'd have a social media presence. Then the ultimate thing was the language. Like if you actually take the time to go into the about this, the return, the privacy policy, <laughs> all this stuff, it was yeah, written... It, it, the grandma was yes and i am totally embarrassed by this scam so everybody can take you, a you must listen. have you
0: must have wanted that product so bad i that was you so overlooked excited <laughs> <laughs> what did you buy specifically i bought you know, i'm going to go back <laughs>
2: to my order i'll go back to my order i'll tell you what i bought i bought a nice uh travel pack Right, not a backpack, not a day pack, but a travel pack, right? Which is one that you can carry as a duffel bag or put in your back for reasons. I bought a nice mountain stretch half zip, you know, uh, shirt for hiking. I bought a men's Cloud Bank Gore-Tex pants for winter as an out uh, a level two outer shell, um, and I also bought Exposure to Gore-Tex gloves for you know my hands for winter hiking. So I was all excited. Get you know end of season. That's a lot clearance. of stuff. Uh, That's a lot of stuff, my friend. But I got free shipping, and they got me for this. Spend <laughs> over $80 or whatever it was, and you qualify for free shipping. Who's not going to spend over $80 on prices that are this low? Man. James, James is look like he's drinking up. He's got the hammer. James is pacing I, with his hammer, hitting it against his hand, like, I'm going to oh hit this guy God. in the head.
1: You, you're like... You fell so like far into that, and I just feel bad for you. Like wow, but there's a lot that you can learn from something like that, and there's a lot that we can share about it too. Uh, I think any time in life, uh, take a, a, a quote from from Brett. What you did here is you paid tuition. Sometimes life can have some pretty expensive tuitions. <laughs> uh, you paid a lot. I learn. like that. And so knowing... if I break
2: that down for you, for the layman's, I paid for the experience and the knowledge to not do this again. Right. I got educated. Yep.
1: Yep. Education can ed- be expensive.
0: Educated.
1: And sometimes the, the most expensive education I've ever heard somebody get was uh, the, 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 the courses it took for them to learn that the courses they were taking weren't going to help them in life. And uh, you can apply that concept to anything. And in this case, the scam. Uh, so what's, uh, where are you at right now on this, Brad? Like, are you still going through it? Have you gotten anything back from PayPal? What's well, going
2: PayPal, on? PayPal said it could take up to five days. I have not received a response from PayPal at this moment. Did you use a credit card through PayPal or did you just use PayPal? I used a debit card through PayPal. So now I got paranoid saying, I hope I got scammed. Now, the only good thing about You hope you got scammed. No, I hope that I did not get... I hope that my credit, my debit card, Then here I'm thinking, oh, my debit card's going to get compromised. But isn't the notion of PayPal that you're using PayPal because it secures your payment information to a third party?
1: Yeah, so it's handled by PayPal. So whatever you're using to actually transact behind the scenes through paypal you don't have to worry about that you may depending on the site that it's using to transact with paypal have to consider your paypal account but i'm pretty sure paypal doesn't verify anymore unless the unless it's installed correctly with appropriate security there were some concerns about payment transactions several years back in that regard well, Either I, way, whenever there's it, a, it, 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 whenever you fall for a scam like that, I like to uh, encourage the memory of don't ever do this again. By also encouraging people take that rare opportunity in life to go reset all your passwords. I will. Is it likely that they have anything? No. Did not. they probably did they get your account, your PayPal account because you transacted on their site? Probably not. But you can't actually guarantee unless you go inspect the page that they didn't like actually do an encapsulation with a keylogger to pass over to PayPal. Uh, so theoretically, if you're doing a pass from a site to a PayPal inter- I'm going to change my PayPal
2: site now just to make sure they did in keylogger because I know PayPal gives you the token, but if they did that... They if, might they be pass you, if they pass you from the site to the PayPal
1: interface and then um, actually tunneled it and then iframed it,
2: I mean, it just depends on what you have. I'm telling right? you right now, if I go to log into my PayPal and the password doesn't work, uh, you're just going to see the end of me right here live on this podcast.
1: Yeah, I don't oh. think that's going to be the case. Uh, most people don't go through that much effort. Also, it makes – it would make it a lot less likely for them to succeed on the thing they're actually trying to accomplish. I, I think
0: I think a lot um, of scammers, they just want you to get paid, and that's pretty much it. They, they move on to the next, next person. Well, well but it's uh, – yeah, this Frankly, the but, the, to, c- but credit card money. processing is very is, is very interesting though because I you know some of us have been dealing with that. Uh, what's always interesting is that as a consumer, you typically get your uh, funds back very quickly. From a uh, vendor side, it's so different. It's um uh, you have to wait like uh seven seven or fourteen days from a vendor. So if you are a cust if you are a store who gets scammed, Uh, it takes a much longer for you to get your funds back. Um, But hopefully, hopefully, Brad, they'll take care of it fairly quickly. But I think you should be fine with.
2: Well, I know I know other people that had the same thing and they did run into an issue where PayPal did not reimburse them or deny the charge because they said it looked like you were transferring money to a
0: friend. Payment. Could you do that? Can you can you take it back to your bank though? So, I know you use debit. That's what
2: that's what somebody said. I did speak to yeah. somebody about this that they went through cuz I told someone else um about it and they said they had the same type of issue. They got scammed and they um had to go to the bank and they explained it to the bank and showed them the information from the bank and the bank refunded it. And I'm a little distant in my focus here because i just logged in and changed my paypal password uh, mm-hmm. fortunately so- i use a password safe and i only know the password to get <laughs> into the password safe i don't know any other password so all of my passwords for all of my accounts are generated and none of them are shared Wh- which product do you use am i lo- am i going to get hacked if i tell everybody
1: you won't get <laughs> i mean you could get hacked but not because
2: you tell everyone what product you're using i use one password. Um, I've used one password for like a long it? time. I love it. I've been using it. I can log in and see how long I've been a member, but I've been a member using one password for at least eight years, at least. You don't use you don't
0: use Keychain.
2: <laughs> I use Keychain, but no, I don't save anything in Keychain. Uh, if um, anything gets put in Keychain, yeah. I delete it. Yeah.
1: LastPass is probably the product I've been using for the longest. Uh, I would say amongst most of the nerds on my team, it is, there's a bit of a consensus that Bitwarden is the best, uh, password management tool that is generally available right now, uh,
2: for lots of different reasons and nerdy I, biases. I would like to see, uh, a comparison. So with this being scammed and with the passwords, I am thankful as everybody I think should. And I also have like a family plan with this because then you could have like a shared key vault with other members of your family, right? So I have members in my family that have access to this. And then we have individual vaults where we can store our passwords and then we have shared ones. So if there's anything that we share, you know, if you want to share like your Netflix account, right? So I can put the Netflix in the shared one and other members who have access to this, uh, you know, family plan. Can only open up what I share with them. So if there was the three of us who were on there, we could create a vault that we all shared. We could create a vault that two of us shared, and then you all have your own private vault. So that way you could share the information, but it also has the mechanism for storing uh, notes, credit cards, driver's license, social security cards, you know, logins at different sites. It has you know wa- uh, other features that will check. To see if you reuse passwords, to check to see if there's two-factor FA, two authentication on a website, and you can enter the two-factor authentication. So there's a number of features to it that I like, but no here. Cool. And I tell everybody to use something like this, and you know, because I don't even know any of the passwords. If I ever lost access to this, I'd be screwed because I don't know the password to anything.
0: Yeah. To, so, to, so you have a digital wallet that comes. That comes now before you. Before we finish into the digital wallet, um. I wanted to say, uh, if you're having issues with credit card, you know, false or scam, you got scammed. Uh, it's always easier to go directly to your bank and have them handle the rest, because you'll always get your funds back fairly quickly, and then they'll they'll do all the research for you.
1: So, lots of things to talk about here, and I'd like to take a moment to remove one of the panic components that comes in when you're in a scenario like this. I'll start with a bit of a cheeky statement. It's it's just like one of my favorite books. Bring a towel and don't panic. <laughs> if you don't know that reference, you're missing out on some good literary, literary liter, literature, that's the word I was looking for. And words can be difficult when you're drinking as much whiskey as I am right now. It's been a long, long day already. Uh, but I'll tell you
2: as it relates to that drink looks so good, by the way, you put that up to your mouth and it has that little egg frost that just looks so delicious.
1: It's, it's really fun with the crushed ice and, uh, I'm glad I did this experiment. I think I'm going to come up with a name for this drink because the ratios aren't the same as a sour either. So, um, I might rename it, update my, my, uh, posting on, uh, Instagram. Speaking oh, of Instagram, because I'm going to be ADD for a second, uh, I posted a bunch of photos of some drinks from a local uh, bar on Pi Day this week. If you guys are listening to this episode and they're going, what the heck's that all about? Well, first of all, you should know that Pi Day is one of the best holidays to celebrate every year. 3.14159, that's Pi. And uh, the thing is, March 14th, every year, You get to go eat pie, and you should be doing that as a lunch break every time. You got to take a break. So on the 14th, 3.14, 159 at 159, you step away, and you
2: eat yourself a piece of pie. I should have some pizza pie, but you forgot the most important thing. How do they get to that Instagram account to see those pictures? (laughs) Did you post it yet? Yeah, I posted it like
1: five minutes ago. You can go look at Ooh, it. Uh, I'll see it. Chris, you can tell him the answer to that question. Uh, this is whiskey underscore and underscore widgets is the uh, Instagram account. I'm going to go rename it, I think. But either way, uh, finishing up, seriously, I mentioned don't panic. You just need to understand that when you're talking about you did a thing, you transacted something on a website, If you truly don't know what's happening, if you don't understand what's happening, if you don't know how anything on the internet works, and it's just kind of this black box of magic that you use, and that's okay, not everybody has to be an IT nerd. What I would recommend that you do is you close out your browser and you do an incognito or private browser, depending on what browser you're using. If you really aren't sure to make sure that you close it out, you can go restart your computer just to make sure you're coming back clean, but make sure that you're in a new session, log back into the, device, the, the accounts that you were using, change all of your passwords. The moment you think that you were compromised in some way, just assume that your passwords are compromised. They may not have been. In fact, in many cases, they haven't been. You fell for a scam in some way, shape or form, but you don't know, it, and you can't, unless you have the technical ability to go assess what's happening there, As just a general rule of thumb, assume that the passwords were compromised. And what can you do? Reset them. But don't reset them from the same system because you want to make sure that you don't have that password just get key logged and recompromised. Now, depending on how the compromise happened, if it's a phishing scam, if you just went and bought a thing and you checked out, hopefully you're using a service that'll protect you. So using something like PayPal, not necessarily PayPal, PayPal's fine, but that allows you to process payments without necessarily putting your information into every site, is that perfect? Not necessarily, but most of the time it will be because of the way it's configured in order for it to pass to their site to allow you to actually log in, it will require configurations on their site. And we won't go into that level of technical here I'll do a call out for anybody that's super concerned. If this ever happens to you, my company 800 number is available to you. You can call us and we'll help you. That's just, that's a thing. Um, see, now you just, you just sent you
2: me, me on a, a spiral. Fortunately, I did go check out the website and all this other information using an incognito browser. Like I did. See, again, it's, I'm one of those that I, I'm i so into this. I'm like, well, who the hell falls for these scams that you see? So, uh, uh, but now I just changed my password. I'm like, did I even restart my computer or anything like that since I had this incident? I don't even know if I restarted my web browser. And I just changed my password. Uh, this is just like the death spiral of me here.
1: <laughs> so the the incognito browser doesn't actually uh, do anything to protect you. The only reason you do that is to make sure that your sessions, your cookies are all refreshed. You're not You're not doing something that's gonna be like a redirection there. There's a lot of considerations there. I'm shorthanding a ton. Anybody that's very IT nerd would like pick apart what I'm talking about here, but to make it simple for everyone, if you took an action where you put in a password on a site to log into a thing, to do banking, to make a payment somewhere like what Brad experienced, it's important that you know, it's going to be okay. You can talk to your bank. You wanna mitigate how much damage can continue. So you wanna take some immediate initial steps. You wanna disconnect from that system and you want to make sure that you clear the cache on your system. There's a lot of ways you can do it. You can Google it, it'll tell you. Hopefully you didn't go to a site and actually get a virus on your local endpoint making your computer effectively breached. And breach is an important word in the IT space. But as long as that's not the case, then you're just talking about resetting your passwords and talking to your bank. It's pretty straightforward.
2: I have a Mac. We don't get viruses.
1: Macs get viruses (laughs) at the same rate per quantity as PCs.
0: Congratulations. Uh, Statistics not in your favor. You got to trigger that one.
2: (laughs) So there really isn't anything you can do besides be aware you know, try to come and validate? I mean, is there anything that somebody can do other than the things I talked about that I noticed myself on this website after tearing it apart for a short moment, contemplating jumping out the window, but I'm not high enough to get hurt. I'd probably scratch my leg. Um, is there anything that anybody could do? Any widget, any tool? We talked about having a password safe to save your password so you don't share passwords. Yep. Um, but is there so anything...
1: There's a few options. There's a few things you can do to try and protect yourself from this type of risk. Every single one of them takes a backseat to your own awareness. And what I actually like to and I don't mean this in a gross or in a terrible way, but your own internet hygiene. As you grow up, you have to learn how to, you know, keep yourself clean. You got to stay clean on the internet and there's watching and looking for where you're going, and what you're doing. Will you some, at some point make a mistake? Probably statistically, it's likely, uh, but going to systems that you trust, making sure that they're verified, checking to make sure that the site has an SSL certificate, very frankly, at this point, uh, and, oh man, I'm like, so going ADD on this. At this point, if your site, if a site doesn't have have a certificate, uh, that is indicative of a problem. Everything should have a certificate these days. Uh, there's a whole conversation I would love to have at some point if you want me to like whiteboard SSL certificates. It's actually quite fun. Even the concept of using the word, the phrasing of SSL versus TLS 2.0, it's really quite interesting. Um, but coming back to your point, Brad. I have a specific product I would advise anyone look into if they are interested in it. And it's not actually this product as much as a category of product. And that's things such as LifeLock, which is identity, identity protection that you can get. In the event that you ever find yourself that you feel like you might have done something that has compromised your finances online, this is different from like someone got a hold of your Facebook, right, which is also potentially a problem and can cause more problems for you. But if you feel like your identity has been compromised or your finances have been compromised, do an identity protection service. So something like LifeLock. LifeLock is not sponsor of us here today. Um, maybe you will be in the future, LifeLock, but uh, it is a product that is there for watching for anything that's fraudulent that's happening. There is a insurance policy you can get with that type of a service that will actually help fix your credit or solve the problems for you if you ever screwed up. If you find yourself in a situation where you've made a mistake and you're super uncomfortable, sometimes buying an insurance policy is a good peace of mind so you can sleep at night. Uh, that said though, realistically, when you're looking on the internet at what you want to buy, make sure that you know where the source is. How did you find that thing? And is that thing reasonable? If something looks to be too good to be true, it probably is. That's an advice from my dad. To you, dad.
0: So you, you, you recommending? cheers, um, you, you are recommending that uh, you should consider a insurance in some form.
1: Yeah, I don't think everyone needs it, but I think that anytime you've gotten into a situation where you feel like you might have accidentally put your social security number into a form randomly on the internet, don't do that, by the way, uh, then maybe you want to go buy some insurance, carry the insurance for about three years. If you see nothing happen with the Identity Theft Protection Service, nobody did anything with it. Uh, odds are fairly likely after three years they're not gonna do. You didn't actually have any impact, but you can buy yourself insurance for it that can solve yourself some, solve some of these problems, or at the very minimum, remove some of the stress that can be caused. Because to me, in li- life's too short to live under a bridge or live live afraid of what's happening around the corner.
2: I'll just tell you, I've been listening to you speak. And I almost think I have to reconsider doing this podcast because this week I just so happened to get scammed the Day of the pad podcast. (laughs) Last week I just so happened to to decide to mess with my internet and it turned out to be a big stressful fiasco and I've had uh, uh, Xfinity Comcast come take a look at it. I mean, I think every week, like, I'm not built for this drama, stress, and issue. I've never had these issues my entire life. And I always, uh, you know, made jest at those that fell for these types of things. And now, I, too, am a statistic. I think I know the reason for that, Brad. What's the reason?
1: It's a difficult one. You might not want to accept this, but because your drinks are kind of boring and you need to get you need to up your drinking game i speaking will up of my which, game.
2: speaking of which what are you drinking tonight uh, i did the same mm. old same old vodka soda with a splash of fresca could have called that you, anybody. anybody could call that raspberry <laughs> i think it's raspberry
0: lime um soda water i thought you said brad's berry lime <laughs> <laughs> i swear uh, that's, that's what i heard that's
1: that's dirty, Chris. We, we we're not that kind of an episode. We're not we're not that kind <laughs> of a show here.
2: I'm so, not talking anyway, about Brad's berries. Yeah, that's um, <laughs> that's my day. And uh... Chris, I'm,
1: I, I have to say, I feel bad for Brad. And so, if you could join me on this virtual group hug for you, Brad, this is me. Oh, you know, oh Brad. thank you. I, I feel the <laughs> and, uh, warmth and
2: I feel the love. And it's great. You're going to be
1: fine. Uh,
2: again, though, to anybody listening,
1: you don't need to panic that someone's, like, hiding in your router. That's something I've had people ask me when they feel like they've been hacked. I say, well, is this guy, like, hiding in my router? Is he going to get me? Is that is that threat actor? Like, are they on my computer now because I did this thing? Most of the time, no. Is it possible that they're on your local machine? It depends on what you did. And... It is not something I can distill down in a, you know, X time podcast episode, but to make it easy for everybody. So you have a kind of consistent thing to think about that makes it easy. If you put your credentials in somewhere and you think somebody might've gotten them or taken advantage of the fact that you gave them money, you should on a separate device or a separate browser or a separate subset, Go reset your passwords. It's easy enough. It's not it, that much effort.
2: Is that it's, like if you go out and you meet someone at a bar and you have intercourse and you're not having safe sex, you should go to the doctor and get a shot?
1: It's kind of the same thing. I hope that you're not doing that in that exact manner. Uh, plan ahead. Uh, oh. You know, bring a condom or something.
2: On that note, Chris, we didn't cover your drink. You drinking some sake?
0: Ah, I, I did not get sake, uh, but we should try it, though. Um, I just had whistle pig Straight, no ice. Um, so, I uh, start week. I think I one a week. But, is so that, I went uh, straight.
2: Uh, yeah, but,
0: uh, oh, um, uh, oh, it's that jitter.
2: It's that jitter. That's the jitter that you <laughs> had. Well, for me, I think I had a long day and a long week. And it's only early in the week. And I think that it's time for me to depart for the evening. Chris, what do you have to say? As I see your frozen face, not huh? speaking, moving. You just froze up.
0: Oh, I heard you. Oh. I heard you. I, I heard you. It yeah, is a long week.
1: I want to. I want to yep. do a group consensus before we close up on this. The drink I made tonight. I'm gonna rename it. The West Mountain Cap. How do you feel about that? Does that match what you saw in the photo?
0: West Mountain, mountain. Cap. Uh, because
1: you're it's the a
0: sorry, Midwest.
1: Yeah, Midwest. It's because it's high West Rye. Ah, rye, I got it. I got it. It's a mountain cap it. because of the way I made it with the crushed ice and the uh, capping with the Ingester bitters. What do you think?
0: Well, you, you don't. You don't want to call it Midwestern Cap. That's a fair one the midwest cap Midwest cap cuz you're from the midwest Midwest It's perfect. All
1: right, I like it.
0: Oh, I like oh, it. The you know, midwest cap. You know, before be, before you end though, I, I I actually had a question talking about uh, you know you get scammed, but what do you what do you do if you get if if the company you trust got scammed? That's That's a, that's a question. Thing. The company you trust right? got scammed? Yeah, like if, for example, you had an account with um, Netflix or whatever, right, or some place that you had would have entered your your uh, uh, social security, and they got you know they got breached. So, so like, scammed what do you or breached? Do?
1: Because that's different.
0: Uh, b- a breach, not scam. Breach.
1: All right. For anyone that's listening, know that a breach versus a security incident are different there's a a legal consideration to the term breach. It's not necessarily an IT uh, consideration. And in the event that you're talking about that, that's a threat actor has gained access to, it has compromised a system. uh, And typically it also constitutes that there's exfiltration of data and or impact on data in a system. Exfiltration of data is going to be the Thing that you're actually concerned about it as an as a consumer uh if you have a concern that some vendor you work with has been compromised uh or you don't know whether or not they have been first of all there's a service that's free that you can all check out called have i been pwned i encourage you to google that consider that a map for the week you're welcome um And that will actually let you give like an email address or a contact and tell you all of the services that have had public disclosures of breaches that had your information in it. And you can then uh, know that that has been breached. So that's a thing to know about. Go check out Have I Been Pwned? It's a really uh, useful product Uh, and it's free. To know, though, um, frankly, it depends on the service. Chris? It entirely depends on the service. What are you using it for? What are they doing? What are they giving you? What are they providing? Uh, and that dictates what your response should be. If it's that spare alternate email that you were using for your YouTube account,
0: <laughs>
1: maybe you don't care. Uh, if it was your bank, you probably care a lot. Yeah. Uh and I think your response needs to be depend, determined based off of the relationship and the vendor. Uh, if the vendor is providing you a service that is related to finance or security in general, frankly, they should be helping inform you as to what you should be doing. In the and and likely often, it's change your password. Uh, in the event that it is not finance driven, it's not identity based. It's a you know personal service. I'll keep picking on YouTube, call it Instagram, social media in general, that thing in the corner that you like to use for streaming service, whatever it is, maybe Crunchyroll if you're into anime, right? Who cares? Then oftentimes you're still going to have the reset passwords or other actions. So uh, I'll say, guys, there's a lot you can learn from a situation like this. The most important piece is to stay calm take your actions and move forward. Uh, and if you're ever super, super concerned, contact somebody that can help you uh, to that end. Closing us forward today. Um, Brad, you got any, uh, any quotes for me this week? You been give oh. me some nice quotes. They've been making me feel warm and fuzzy. Inside. I I've always been like have a on them, you know, meditating this, on this them, is it, so. bringing them into I my ju- soul.
2: Before we wanna to say, say it's another great week. Look forward to speaking with you guys again next week. Hopefully, we have some feedback on my scam. But I'll have to take out something that's uh, pretty relevant to the uh, events that's transpired in my life today. He was so learned that he could name a horse in nine languages. So ignorant that he bought a cow to ride on. Benjamin Franklin.
0: <laughs> well, next week, thanks, Brad. Uh, for, next week we should try to get sake. That's a good uh, re- request, by the way. I have a so, few uh,
1: stockings. Do we want to decide what what, what we're going for? Or do we all want to do something differently? Like, well, we'll we'll do a surprise.
2: Cool. Let's, let's do a surprise next week, and we'll just do a right. uh, see what happens.
0: Next, next week, Remind all right. so, we each other just, to pick some up.
1: Join us for surprise sake night next week, and uh, as always, catch y'all later.
0: Take care, everyone.